So before we get started, please take a minute to like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, and Twitter at iShipItPod. You can also visit us on our website, iShipItPod.com, or email any questions or comments directly at iShipItPod, or to, uh, to us, to us at iShipItPodGmail.com. Every time I say this, I feel like Alexi Darling from Buzzline. <laughs> You can email me at darlingalexinewscom.net or you can page me at... But if you are feeling supportive and you want to help us grow, you can donate via PayPal, shop our Amazon affiliate link, or buy us a coffee. And last but certainly not least, please rate and review us on iTunes and tell your friends that you ship it. Pretty please. Thor ate a lot of Pop-Tarts in these fanfics. It is a hot garbage fire. Do you not know what sex pollen is? I mean, phantom seed... What? <laughs> I don't Hey there, geek girls, geek boys, and geeks beyond the binary. This is Emily J with the I Ship It podcast. Your safe space on the internet for fan fiction, fandom, and all that stuff you've been pretending you're not reading on your phones. Hey guys, sorry I missed last week. I was so sick. I couldn't swallow, I could barely breathe, I could barely talk, and I was so miserable. I was the most miserable version of myself. You didn't want to listen to me last week. I was a dumpster fire of a human being. Um, but I'm back now, so thank you for the well wishes. Thank you for uh, supporting and understanding me in my hour of need. I am still um, a little sick, which you can hear in my voice. I'm feeling kind of... I mean, I like to think that I sound like extra sexy when my voice is kind of going, but um, I don't actually know that that's the case. I <laughs> I think I've just told myself that over years of theater and now podcasting that it sounds better when I'm losing my voice, but it doesn't. Um, so yeah, so um, I'm trying to think of anything exciting happened in the world of fan girling, fanboying, fandoming this week and last week. And all that's coming to mind is the fact that uh, Captain America himself, Mr. Evans, is in a new commercial for, I want to say it's muscle milk, but I don't think it is. I think it's just regular milk in Mexico. And I don't know what the hell that's about, except that uh, I watched the commercial and it was really cute to listen to him speak Spanish for like two words. I was concerned that he was going to have to speak Spanish the whole time. And we all know that would be a fucking disaster. Um, no offense, Mr. Evans. Uh, I'm sure your your accent would be, you know, trying its best. But it's just something about you that says that, that you know, it wasn't going to sound too convincing as a native speaker. Uh, this is coming also from a non-native speaker who I'm certain her own accent is horrible when she speaks Spanish. But it was pretty cute. Anyway, there were gifts all over it, all over Tumblr. And it got me thinking because I was like, what in the hell? And their slogan is, um, I guess the milk is called Lala milk. Specifically Lala 100, their new 100% lactose free milk. Oh, damn. I wish so hard that they were a sponsor. <laughs> I wish so hard that this was a commercial. <laughs> it is not a commercial. I want to be sponsored by Mexican milk. Um, also, if it's lactose free, that's fucking great. Uh, anyway, so that's the that's the product that he's uh, advertising. And everybody was all up in arms or not arms, but 
you know, up and flail about it on Tumblr. And he looks good. Of course he does. He's in the soft leather jacket and he's in a park and there's a beautiful woman who's speaking rapid Spanish and he's pretending to understand her. It's so adorable. Um, but uh, their slogan is best milk in the world, which I had enough to do at work that I didn't need to be thinking about this. But, you know, I'm powered through it anyway. And I was like, what the hell? First of all, I hate when people use that slogan. I mean, I think about like Rick on Rick and Morty's. Like, do you ever remember? It was like when people say they have, you know, the best doctors in the world or the best pizza. Do you ever remember taking a pizza, you know, survey? <laughs> I don't remember ever taking a milk survey. And uh, so, yeah, so I was like, then I thought about it. And I was like, I've never seen a specific brand of milk advertisement in the U.S. And I asked a friend and I was like, have you? And she gave me like some, some generic, you know, like, I said like, no, no, not like got milk. And, you know, like happy cows come from, or happy milk, good milk comes from happy cows and happy cows come from California. No, that's like the California Dairy Commission and got milk is the USDA. So why can't regular plain individual dairies advertise their milk? I don't know. So then, of course, I can't let it go. So I asked all of my work friends. I was like, I know we have stuff to do, but this is really important. Has anyone ever seen an advertisement for milk specifically? Not like, you know, a dollop of Daisy. That's sour cream and cottage cheese. They don't sell milk. Or um, I guess there are some local dairies that do like ice cream advertisements or cheese or whatever. But actual like milk. No. I don't know what the deal is. Um, apparently, I am I am uh, I'm I'm skimming the surface of something a little deeper as far as you know. I'm sure there's something shady going on with like big milk, <laughs> big milk, big dairy, <laughs> big milk, big dairy, big lactose. <laughs> what? Big cow. <laughs> Whatever it is, I feel like the answer is a little darker than I probably want to know, given the United States and its basically general 200 and plus years of absolute horrific behavior that we cover up. Um, I assume it's awful. But anyway, it got me thinking, are there other people who I know there's like eight people who are not um, in the United States are other countries able to advertise specific brands of milk obviously mexico is because hi chris evans is now telling us that it's the best milk in the world um which like thanks buddy now i can't but i can't drink it so like how is that helpful not helpful to me anyway um so yeah so if anybody knows the answer to this or can tell me if other countries allow you to advertise a specific brand of milk not dairy not cheese, not cottage cheese, not ice cream, just straight up milk. I want to know. Um, because I, like I said, don't have enough to think about or do at my job. Apparently, this is what uh, this is what comes to mind. And my friend at work was like, why are we talking about this after a good 25 minutes? And I was like, um, well, because Chris Evans was in a milk commercial in Mexico. And she was like, I knew it had something to do with one of those damn Avengers. <laughs> I was like, girl, you got me, you know, I need to get her on this podcast, actually, because every day I find that we have something more in common and she's just great. Um, 
anyway, Amy, don't worry, I'm coming for you. So, since that's out of the way, that's out of the way, um, I am going to talk about something that kind of surprised me as a topic. You know me, I don't do plan aheads for anything at all, and didn't know ever what I'm going to, don't ever know what I'm going to talk about unless I have a guest and they pick the, the topic and then they, you know, do all the research and I just sit and look pretty. But I came across a fic. Um, I'm subscribed to this one author and I don't read everything that she writes, but because she does write a lot and I've recommended her a bunch of times on this podcast and I'm going to recommend her again today. Um, but I am subscribed to her. So I get an email every time that she posts something and one of the fix that she posted was a pairing that I had never seen before. And I feel perhaps, well, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, I know why I've never seen it before, because I would never in my entire life have gone looking for this pairing. I would never have conceived that anyone would have gone looking for this pairing or that anyone would write it. But you know what? I'm not this writer. I'm not the people who requested this pairing. I'm not here to shame anybody, but it did spark a an entire episode idea, which is what we're going to talk about today, and that is um, crack ships. So I know I've been talking a lot about like fandom specific, you know, pairings and you know specific fandoms like Batman and and you know um, Steve and Bucky and all this other stuff. So we're going to be a little bit more broad today. We're going to go back to basics and we're going to talk about more like a fandom or a fanfic general term and kind of get into it a little bit. Um, my voice is failing, so don't expect this to be another two and a half hours. Oh, I forgot to say thank you so much, Nia, for sharing so many hours of wonderful content with us last week. You were, or two weeks ago, you were so much fun. That is one of, possibly one of my new favorite episodes. Um, and I know that it was very well received. So always, Nia, the, the door is open if you would like to come back to the studio and record any other episodes and talk about absolutely anything, we'd love to have you. This, however, is not going to be a two and a half hour deep dive into the world of crack. I have done an episode on crack before. Not... <laughs> Wait. Back that up. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. I have talked about the term crack <laughs> while on this podcast. I was not on crack. <laughs> Shit. I was not on crack when I did it. I believe I was um, under the influence while I was recording that episode, though. Because, but not crack. Something else. Legal. And um, anyway, so so that is episode eight, I think. It's just called I Love Crack. So you should clearly be able to find it. That, I think, is when we referenced my favorite Sam Wilson fic of all time. Uh, Any fin goes where they steal the shark. So you guys should be familiar relatively with the term crack, which is just like funny, weird, out there, fucking, you know, concepts and stories and mostly it's humor and a lot of times it's just like what and that's kind of the general idea of the crack ship as well urban dictionary uh defines crack ship it's just one word as a relationship that is so insane it must be on crack relatively common in fan fiction Uh, and i picked this definition it's actually the third one they gave me because a it is 
informative. And B, the dis- the example they gave was, can you believe some guy wrote a fanfic about Captain America and Flounder from The Little Mermaid? What a crack ship! I would not read that, by the way. I'm I'm anti. Again, I guess I shouldn't kink shame ship and let ship. <laughs> Personally, it's an OTP, anybody with uh, sentient fish. <laughs> that is not also a sentient fish. I guess I'm uh, inner species is kind of where I draw the line. I didn't know this about myself until about 30 seconds ago, but, but you know, it's good to know your own boundaries, safe words, things like that. So when I say crack ship, there's a different, there's a whole bunch of different kinds of pairings and, and whatever in fanfic. Now, there's like the canon pairing, the OTP, you know, the most popular ships, super, th- you know, the ones with like the super fans and, and thousands and thousands and thousands of fanfics about them and everybody ships them or understands why they're shippable. Like Harry and Hermione, for example, not canon, but a huge solid ship. Nobody questioned that. That is not a crack ship and that's not a rare pair. A rare pair is, I believe, defined as something between like five or like one to five percent of the fanfic content that is available um is about this pair so it's a small percentage but it is you know something that people do rare pair is hard to be a part of guys like not to write it you can write whatever the fuck you want but to be a rare a a fan of a rare pair a rare pair shipper is just straight up hell because usually there's like 11 fix about the couple that you love. And, you know, occasionally, like sometimes you have to write, you know, 10 of those yourself. And it's hard. And it's like, but it's, you know, you can justify a rare pair. People, you can get other people usually on your side about this rare pair. Um, But a crack ship is not a rare pair. A crack ship is based around the idea of anybody looking at it and going, what in the fuck? Why would anybody put these two characters together? Um, it is not entirely fanfic related. I mean, I know real life couples that I find to be a crack ship. Like I look at people that I know and I'm like, why? Why are you together? Now, usually it's because I think that one of them, usually the person that I met first and am friends with is like some ethereal being and the other person is like really mediocre and I'm like okay but like this is kind of cracky because like you're a goddess and and this person that you're with is not um you know a divine in any way but it's fine so there are real life crack ships. There are also canon crack ships, um, which I never thought about, but they do exist. And the one example that I was given when I did my research was um, Roger and Jessica Rabbit. Because uh, from Who Framed Rob- Roger Rabbit, obviously, one of the most underrated, amazing, greatest films of our time. I will not argue on the battlefield of ideas if anybody wants to debate this with me i will just say you're wrong i'm right the end um there are dozens of sources that will tell you why who friend roger rabbit is a cinematic masterpiece people have done like phd theories on it but anyway one of the things that is that I always thought was hilarious was that Jessica Rabbit, the definition of like va va voom, who's this like, you know, I'm not bad, I'm just drawn that way, sex pot character, 
is married to Roger Rabbit, who is a rabbit. <laughs> so there's some interspecies shit going on there. Um, but it is canon, so I guess I have to ship it. Um, but they're both tunes, so maybe that's the species in Roger Rabbit. I don't know. I don't know where the line is drawn on that universe. But anyway, that is a crack ship where you look at Roger Rabbit, who's like, like, I can't do any kind of Roger Rabbit voice whatsoever. But he like spits a lot and he's like a crazy fucking cartoon. And then Jessica Rabbit is Jessica Rabbit. So that's a crack ship. And it's canon. Um, but there are so many others. You can you can pretty much they cross genres, they cross um oh what the hell am I trying to say? They cross different fandoms, that's the word I'm looking for, you know, different kinds of um media even. The ones I'm gonna give you are actually um two of them are Real life, which we haven't gotten into real life fanfic too much yet. We did on the final episode of the Cringe Binge, but um, there was not. We haven't done a real deep dive on real person fanfic. This is not the time for that, by the way. This is I don't have time to get into that, and I don't have a voice. But there are two pairings that I'm going to give you um, that are real people and a fictional character which i think might be the crackiest you can get i don't know but crack ships are i could hate on them i well i mean i don't like to brag but i could literally hate on anything i am full of hate in a cute way but i'm not going to hate on crack ships because i think that they're a really good example of the the beautiful tapestry that is the fanfic world. Like, where else in the world can you take two completely different entities? I'll just say that so I don't have to list all the different ways that they could be different. Two bizarrely different entities and, you know, create some world where they exist together. I think that's like the, that's that's one of those things that I forget sometimes because I get so into certain ships and certain pairings and certain, you know, fix and universes and AUs and all this sort of stuff. I do forget that the best part about fanfic is that it's just a big um, sandbox, I guess. And crack ships to me are like when your friend comes over and she brings all her Barbie dolls that you've never played with before. And you're like, oh my God, I don't have any of these Barbie dolls. And you have like a bunch of weird shit that you inherited from your brother. So you have like fucking Jurassic Park dinosaurs and a couple of trolls and some Barbies. And she's got like all kinds of Barbies. So you're like, well, okay, but I could have like this, this T-Rex with this Barbie and like see how they work out together. Not saying I did that, but that's kind of the the vibe that this whole episode is taking. Um, but yeah, so it's like the big, it's the biggest sandbox. And it really does take things like finding these crack ships to make me step out of my own body and go, huh, that is not something that I would have ever in my entire life considered thinking about pairing, shipping, and certainly never would I have taken the time to write fanfic about it. But people have, and um, those people should be 
I salute you. I salute you, people who choose to write crack ship pairings, because it's uh, it takes a certain kind of dedication to the imaginative uh, jungle that is fanfic, and really, you know, standing by that and putting your name on it. It takes it takes a lot, and I don't have that, and I'm I'm you know kind of jealous. I always say like I should write more. I should try experimenting with this. How many times, friends, have I said this on this podcast? Like I should write more. XYZ. Do you know what I keep writing? Do you do you have any idea? The only thing that I've ever written for fanfic in the last five years, literally five years. Uh, and that is that it is shield chuck. That's that's I say I should write more whatever the fuck it is, or I should try this pairing or this phantom or this whatever, and I don't do it. So I could lie to you and say I should try writing a crack ship. And maybe, maybe I'll try it. Maybe I'll get five sentences in and be like, yeah, but they're not Steve and Darcy. So I'm going to go back to that part of my playground because that's, those are the two Barbie dolls that I love the most. So anyway, back to uh, this week's sandbox where we have, you know, trolls and dinosaurs and army guys and Barbies. And it's just a big fucking mess. So when I went looking for fix this week I only read a little bit of most of what I'm going to uh to to recommend to you I don't think that they need to be you know this doesn't need to be a deep dive I don't need to go over the literary value of all of the things that I found because it's not so much the quality of the fic it is the, the presence of the fic itself that is really the whole point of why it's being recommended. Now, I will say um, the the one that we're going to start with, the writer that I have subscribed to that I love dearly and that I have recommended before. And if you are not subscribed to her on AO3, please do. I don't actually care what kind of pairings you're into or what kind of fandoms because... This woman writes so much and so wonderfully and for so many different pairings. I mean, I feel like if you're in Darcyland, you should be subscribed to her because she will inevitably write something that you will want to read. I have read tons of different ships from her that I would never have considered because I'm like, oh, but she wrote it. So I'm like, I'll check it out. Anyway, she's amazing. And and she writes more than more and and at a a pace that I cannot fathom like I don't know if she's you know one of those ethereal beings that I spoke of earlier earlier or part cyborg or whatever she is I am jealous I wish I could write this fast and this well like I just like damn girl anyway um so it's it's dress uppy or dress soupy we don't know I've yet to figure out specifically how to say that this is the problem with having online friends or people that you are online fans of is that I only know her as this username and um I you know it's like you should never make fun of somebody for mispronouncing a word because it means they learned it by reading it um so that's my let's like 90 percent of this podcast is me mispronouncing people's usernames and I apologize um anyway it's dress and the pairing that she wrote that made my eyebrows go up and made me do this entire episode is Luna Lovegood and Wade Wilson. Now, I like pushed myself away from my computer when I saw that. I was like, Luna, like my sweet, darling, wonderful, weird ass Luna Lovegood from Harry Potter. 
and Deadpool. Um, now I I don't ship it, but I <laughs> I read the fix that she wrote. This is one of those um, collection fix that I I had I recommended before in the past. Um, and it is like she does like the little drapples per chapter. So it's very quick and very easy to read. There's only seven so far. Um, but I did read them all. And, you know, like, again, I didn't want to like this. And I don't ship it. And I'm not going to go fucking looking for more. I can't imagine that there are more fix out there for these two. But I didn't hate it. And it made me do an entire episode about the crack ship. Um so yeah, it's Luna and Deadpool. So if that sounds like something you might be into, by all means, please click this link. I uh, have this week. I I neglected to make note of the actual titles, so you are gonna have to go and look at the um, the links. But I just I'm gonna list them by pairing because I feel like that might be a little bit more informative than the title, which can you know lead people astray. So that's Luna and Wade. Um, I don't know what that ship name would be. I, I couldn't possibly tell you. That's maybe that's the other thing. Uh, the, uh, the articles that I read all said like they were listing things with their shipper names. And I think like, if, is it a crack ship? If enough people have come together to just, you know, bestow a name upon it to christen whatever ship it is. I don't know. I don't know the rules. And I, I guess I, you know, don't really need to know the rules because like I said it's not my jar of jam (laughs) but uh there as far as I know there are no ship names for these these pairings and it's gonna get just fucking weirder so you know if you thought Luna and Wade was like I'm gonna nope out of this episode that's fine I don't blame you but um it is just gonna get weirder because the next one I found was um still in the a part of it is from Harry Potter so uh this one is Dolores Umbridge, the worst character in the entire Harry Potter verse. Like everybody can agree on that. I think that's one of the things I love about Harry Potter is that we all ship so many different things and we all have so many different theories and there's so much going on in that entire universe. But the one thing we can all agree on is that Dolores Umbridge is a fucking bitch and she is unredeemable. Irredeemable? Unredeemable. What's, I don't know. Uh, either ear or un, whatever. There is no redeeming this bitch. And when anything bad happens to her as a fandom, I feel like we all cheer. But anyway, this fic is uh, Dolores Umbridge and Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> Again, yes, really. I No, really, that's that's the ship. That is, it is on uh, Live Journal, which is a plays I haven't gone looking for fanfic in so long so thank you for that throwback the writer is named Alibi Factory uh thank you for still having a live journal that is active that I can put a link to because damn I didn't know I mean I guess I assumed the live journal was still active but who has one if you have a live journal if I can tell me because I don't I don't and I I had two in my life um, and I never use it for fanfic though. So I just use it to like pour out the, you know, the deepest parts of my teen angst onto the internet where strangers could read it. Great idea. And, um, 
But yeah, so Alibi Factory wrote Margaret Thatcher and Dolores Umbridge fanfic. I skimmed this one. And I will warn you, it's not bad. <laughs> I mean, I guess that depends on your definition. Um, it's it's not uh, it's not without literary merit. Let's say that. Um, I almost enjoyed it. I didn't, but I almost did. I came close. And again, I have nothing but respect for the writers who go to these weird fucking places. So hats off to you. Ladies and gents, um, I say this again from a place, from a person who only writes one fucking thing. I'm so boring. But, you know, those people, your imaginations are way better than mine. (laughs) So why forever, I will never understand, but why ever you came up with Dolores and Margaret Thatcher, Dolores Umbridge and Margaret Thatcher fanfic, and you were like, this is what the internet needs. Alibi Factory, hats off to you because I couldn't do it. All right. If that isn't weird enough for you, guys, don't worry. There's more. Um, The next one is, this was like a, you know what? This was like, actually, this whole episode was a nice little wander down fanfic lane memory. Um, Fanfic memory lane. That's what I'm trying to say. Fanfic memory lane, um, where I got to go to all the websites where I used to find fanfic. So this one is actually on fanfiction.net, where if you don't know the exact specific location and name and everything of your fic, you will not be able to find it. So follow the link. You won't be able to find it on your own. I promise. This pairing, uh, the writer is named Knight's Fang, and the pairing is (sighs) Anthony Crowley from Good Omens, uh, Anthony Crowley's Bentley, so the car, and Dean Winchester's Impala. This is a this is a car on car love story. And I only read the first paragraph of this one before I was like this is too fucking weird. <laughs> this is too fucking weird. Um that is a crack ship, y'all. This is as I thought this was as weird as I was going to get, but it was actually there's one level deeper we can go. So we'll go there in a second. Um, But yeah, this is how two uh, vehicles who have uh, both separately um, stopped an apocalypse. I guess, you know, now that I'm saying it, these two cars have a lot in common. I'm certain they would get along uh, if cars were, again, sentient beings. And they, uh, they fall in love in this fic. And they're... What I did read was at least that whatever was happening, um, the the onlookers, as it were, were equally confused. So I wonder if like the writer was like, I don't know why I'm doing this and I don't know what the reaction is going to be. So they kind of wrote in a little Greek chorus to let us know, like, it's okay if you're horrified because I don't know what the fuck is going on. I do that sometimes when I'm like, this might be too weird. I should probably put in a little, little nod to the audience. It's like, yeah, I fucking know. I know. Don't. Don't at me, bro. I know. Um, so, yeah. So, Knight's Fang wrote Crowley's Bentley and Dean's Impala. And if that sounds like something you can't go your life without knowing existed, you're welcome. Now you know. And if you get really curious, you can click that link and you can see for yourself. These are, None of these are lengthy fix, by the way. This is not something you have to devote a lot of time to. I certainly didn't. But... Um, and I think, I feel like if you go go hard on a crack ship and you write some like 100,000 word thing, 
I can't imagine the payoff's going to be that great. I got to be real. I mean, I know we all lie and say we don't write fanfic for, our, you know, for the the reviews and the whatever and the fame. There's no fame with fanfic. But, you know, for the the recognition. But I feel like uh, with with the crack ship, it's usually a brief a brief flash in the pan kind of thing. Like, I had to get this out of my system. I don't know what the fuck it is. That's usually what I see in the author's notes. Like, I had to get this out of my system. I don't know what it is. And here it is, you know, crack galacking goodness. So these are these are little splashes. These are drabbles for the most part. Um, Not drabbles. Drabbles is under 100 words. These are ficlets. Yes, ficlets. That's what they are, which I think is anything between 1,000 and 5,000 words. So, again, I don't I don't know the specifics, okay? Let's go with me here. They're not going to take you a long time. Just just look at them. Just I did this work for you guys. You could just click on these links and tell somebody that <laughs> their fanfic made it on a crack ship podcast. And I did save I won't say it's the best. Uh I saved the weirdest for the last. And by comparison, Luna Lovegood and Wade Wilson makes perfect fucking sense compared to what I'm about to drop on you. This is a, this is apparently a famous crack ship fic. I had certainly never heard of it before. I couldn't have ever in my wildest dreams concocted this pairing. But it does exist. It is on a... I guess it's an archived page. Um, thank God it still exists because I'm certain this writer did not take the time to relocate it to another server. So when Angel Fire was how we built websites in 1998, um, they had all kinds of horrifying graphics and whatnot. Uh, and people would publish their fanfic on there. But since those have all been, I don't know, I don't want to say deactivated. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. But since those don't work anymore... There are places where the the content has been archived, but it just looks like a like a um, not a word document, like a note. Uh, that so it's it's plain very text. yes, thank you, plain text document. Um, so there there is no formatting on this. It's I mean you, there's it's broken up by paragraph, and you can tell what's going on, but there's it's not um, super easy to read. That's probably a good thing, and there's not a lot of it, which is also probably a good thing this one is famous though so maybe you've heard of it it is by a writer called gopher chan and the pairing is goku from dragon ball z right i think is the one yeah yeah goku is the dude from dragon ball z it is a goku and Anne frank fic Anne Frank from Diary of Anne Frank from, you from know, history from history <laughs> uh, you know the sweet baby angel who was murdered by the Nazis yes yes gentle the listeners very same. the same <laughs> Goku and Anne Frank and bless Gopher Chan they just said they wanted to give Anne Frank a happy ending <laughs> I was like oh <laughs> well as weird and fucking horrifying as this is that's really quite a lovely reason to go there and and in the fic and this took me you know 17 seconds to read it is very quick but in the fic goku somehow ends up in Anne frank's attic and then they fall in love and then um <laughs> adolf hitler gets turned into some 
Dragon Ball Z character and uh, has a showdown with Goku and is defeated. <laughs> so it does it does have a happy ending. And if you're someone who likes to read about Nazis getting defeated and killed um, instead of, you know, elected to public office in the United States of America in 2019, it's really nice. Um, surprisingly, it's surprisingly satisfying to read about Goku killing Adolf Hitler. Now, I don't know anything about Dragon Ball Z, so perhaps there's something that I was missing, something that lends itself to a character from there winding up in Anne Frank's attic and falling in love with her. I might be reaching. I feel like I'm reaching pretty hard, pretty far. Um, But I don't know. So if you know, if you have familiarity, if if there are more than, I don't know if I want to, do I want to open this Pandora's box? If you guys know of any fix, fuck it, this is my life now. If you guys have any other links to uh, these specific pairings that I listed, please go on our social media and send me a link to them. The people, oh, by the way, I'm just going to do this little shout out before I get out of here and take another cough drop. The people who have been um, sending me links to more fix to read, um, either from a pairing or from a fandom that I talked about on the show or one that they want me to read. Thank you so much. Um, I know that I'm pretty myopic on this podcast. So the fact that people from other fandoms want to listen to me and then say like, hey, I want you to talk about this thing that I love too. I freaking love that. Thank you so much. That makes me so happy and warms the heart of your host. Just warms me right up. So thank you. Please keep doing that. Um, And I do apologize if I am late to respond to um, Tumblr asks. There's something weird going on where I can't get to the asks from my... I don't know how, but something's going on with Tumblr. I can't get to my asks. Um, I will get to them eventually and we'll figure it out. But anyway, so I'm not ignoring you. I promise. I love you. I kiss you. You're perfect and never change. I just have to figure out how to fucking work technology and make it work for me. So, um, so that's a thing. But anyway, thank you everybody who has been interacting with us lately. There's been kind of an uptick of, uh, emails and comments and, and interactions and it's really nice and it makes me feel good and I just love it so much. So thank you. Um, but that's all I have for you guys this week. I hope that you have a wonderful week. I hope that next time I talk to you, my voice is back to normal unless you're digging this like deeper sexy you know has a head cold thing then maybe I hope for your sake that it's not but for my sake it's hard to sleep when I'm coughing every 45 seconds so um so I hope I feel better (laughs) and thank you for everybody who also hopes that I feel better and I am going to talk to you guys next week I almost apologize for the for the ships and the fix that I recommended to you but I don't uh because some of them are actually they're not that bad (laughs) and anyway read them or don't I don't care I hope you have a wonderful week I love you so much and I really 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 even if it's a crack ship I want you to get your ship together 